Hi, Mama. Today, I want to unpack something that is absolutely essential for your journey of healing. Without it, you literally cannot even begin. This is something that is beautiful and wonderful, but also surprisingly so hard to implement. So prepare your heart for what is ahead. I am excited to share this with you and show you the first step of journeying on this this path of healing. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Hi, Mama. So today I'm going to share something that uh, was inspired by how I'm currently feeling, but it was just a reminder that before we talk about looking at your past or digging up things, there are some components that we need to address because there are like these essential things your backpack needs to go on this journey. And this is one of them. And I was, I was feeling this because this is episode four. And so I'm just obviously so fresh and new to this podcasting thing. And I haven't at at this moment in time released these episodes yet, but I I sent them to a couple people last night. (laughs) I, I knew it would be hard for other people to listen, even though it's essential, obviously for feedback, but just to get it out in the world, but it was surprisingly hard and it triggered me so much And it it just, all of those old beliefs, old perfectionism, old ways of thinking just, just flooded me. And I had to fight that attack so much. And so I I just realized this is, this is a first, first step of the process. It was, it was so scary thinking of people listening to what I'd done because I knew, I know is not perfect, not, not even close to perfect. And that is scary for me. Like I know a messy beginning is inevitable, but then to live out the messy beginning is just a whole nother thing. And so I, I just was reminded today, God reminded me of grace and you should go and listen to one of my favorite songs. It's, it's really one of the theme songs of this podcast for me. Um, it's called greater by mercy me. It gets me dancing and I hope, I hope it gets you dancing too. But I was just reminded of how I am not supposed to be perfect. The mistakes, the bad stuff is more than okay because Jesus has already won. And so giving ourselves this grace is so essential. And let me, I just want to unpack a little bit what that looks like. I'm going to give you some tacticals to grab hold of when you find yourself in these spaces. But first, I just want to share a, an example that you might relate to a little bit more. <laughs> I have had to get really good at giving myself grace, especially being a mom. Because, well, you know, <laughs> we got kiddos that are constantly triggering us. And 
most recent example of this is potty training. <laughs> Have you been there, mama? Oh man. I, I hope and pray that the, if you've trained some kids, it's gone far better than this. Because I've had some moms that, you know, their kids just do it so quickly, so easily, and it's not even a big deal. And that's really what I was believing the process would be like for us. This is for my son. I, I kind of was even excited to start. Like, I love change. I love teaching. I love new things. I'm always looking for that that next thing that's coming, that next stage. And I'm always also looking for ways to do things like the best way possible. <laughs> I guess it's my uh, tendency to towards perfectionism. And so I had heard from a few different sources that starting potty training really young was just the best idea, that it really helped them and just was a, a, the best time to do it. So I was like, okay, even if this is a little bit harder, if this is the best, I'm going to do the best. That's just my personality to a fault, as you will soon hear. <laughs> so I bought a book. I read it thoroughly. It had been recommended by a couple of friends. I bought like special things, like you're supposed to buy them a couple of new toys to entertain them because you can't leave the house. You can't even go into the backyard for a couple of days. I bought special little treats for him, even though I'm against rewarding with food. But that is a whole nother thing. I had all of my meals prepped because I knew I wouldn't have time to cook because I would have to constantly be staring at his crotch so I could see if there was any sign of urination. And so I was so ready. I was pumped and we went for it. And it, yeah, there was lots of urine that was happening all over the house. It wasn't so bad at first though because I knew that was part of the process. It's okay. And then it started like day two and a half, day three. It seemed like it was clicking. We were there like, yes, he had gone pee all in different places. Uh, who knows what is underneath my carpet right now. <laughs> but he was starting to go in the potty. And I was like, this is working. Oh my gosh, we did it. This is it. So excited. And then the setbacks came. And then the setbacks didn't stop for like nine months. <laughs> so, you know, pee, the urinating part got better after, you know, six, I don't even know how many months. It was way too long. The pooping might, might still be a little bit of a work in progress. And that is when I got so triggered. Now I, if you couldn't tell already, I love order. I love things being in control, me feeling in control. I love progress and moving forward. And so this just pushed my buttons at such a deep level and I, I had no control over it. You know, it's his body. And so at some point he has to decide when he's ready. And that was so hard for me. And every day it was a battle and I refused to give up. I was like, we are not going back to diapers, you know, cause I'm a big rule follower and the book had said, whatever you do, don't go back to diapers. So I committed to suffer through it literally nine months long. I think we're at nine months now. So it's, it's a little bit ongoing, but, but with this kind of some of the ugly parts of me started coming out. And I think this was kind of the first time in motherhood that that side of me had really come out. He, at the, when we started potty training, he was, my son was 
like 19 months, I think. And so, you know, there had been moments that tested me, but nothing like this. And so these ugly parts of me came out that I, I ref, you know, had decided I am not going to repeat these patterns. I am not going to yell at my kids in this way. I am not going to do these certain things and found myself yelling, getting angry, being in that space. And I hated seeing that come out of me. I had had this strong vision of this mom I wanted to be and how I wanted to cling to that. And I had done a pretty good job of doing that thus far. And then this came. (laughs) It tested me so much. But then I was reminded of grace and that I had to give myself that grace to move on. If, if I didn't, the, the other option is to internalize this anger towards ourselves, internalize, well, I guess I'm a bad mom, look what I'm doing, internalize, gosh, I'm screwing up, gosh, I'm not living up to what I wanted to live up to, and, and internalizing that voice and those lies and just help, it, it starts to form our identity. And so because of my, my past, and I talked about this a little bit in episode one when I was in Ireland, and instead of running into shame, I ran to God. But I just think there's a component that I think we need to hone in on even more. Until I was able to give myself that grace, I was not going to go anywhere good. And, and I can't even give my son that grace of learning, which of course he deserves that. He's not even two. It's a new thing. Of course he deserves that. But I, until I can give myself that grace, it's going to be really hard to extend that fully to him. So I want to unpack just a couple of definitions of what grace is. Uh, one definition is the free and unmerited favor of God. Grace is also defined as help, love, or forgiveness that we don't deserve and haven't earned, but God gives it to us because he loves us. And that is the thing. We cannot earn grace. If you're familiar with the Bible at all, you've probably heard this verse, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So, None of us deserve this grace, not a single one of us. And yet God gives it to us. And it's funny that we struggle to accept this grace so much because we cannot live without it. We can't go to God without it. Our sin separates us from God. And because of Jesus and the grace that he gave us, we get to go to God. But it's like we keep trying to do it on our own, even though we know it's not possible. So I just want you to remember that as we have this conversation, not a single one of us deserves this. No one deserves grace. That's literally in the definition of grace, unmerited favor, something you didn't earn. So stop trying to earn it, mama. So I want you to think about an area where you get angry at yourself. You know, usually when you make a mistake, maybe it's how you handle your kids when they're not listening. Maybe it's how you treat your spouse. Maybe it's, you know, even just trying to like lose the weight and continuing to make bad choices. Maybe it's other bad coping habits, drinking or binging on Netflix or anything that's, that's harmful to your body or your spirit. Maybe it's 
you know, messing up at work. Uh, maybe it's not being able to keep the house clean. I mean, it could be a million things. I just want you to, for you, what is that? What is that space? And now think about how you talk to yourself after you fall into these mistakes. What does that inner dialogue look like? I'm an idiot. I'll never be good enough. No one really loves me. I'm just a screw up. Why do I even try? What's even the point? I'm just going to mess up again. This is just who I am. Oh, oh, is that just me? (laughs) Really, when I let myself, that is where my mind goes. And I, I... my guess is yours is pretty similar. Or for you, maybe you try and shut that voice down. Maybe you like to numb. You don't want to hear that voice. You don't want to feel that feeling. And so you go to wine, you go to Netflix, you numb that voice so you don't have to hear it. And then you keep finding that way to numb until that voice is just gone. But why I know that we all have that voice a little bit, it might look different ways, is because the Bible talks about how the enemy, Satan, is walking around the world looking like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. This is in 1 Peter 5, 8. In John 10, 10, it says, the thief, talking about Satan, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. So I, I strongly believe there is a real voice in your head trying to tell you who you are and trying to say that that mistake says something about who you are, that it defines you, that it's part of your identity. And the thing is, the mistakes we make are real. It's it's often sin. Sometimes it's just, you know, like as I'm putting these podcasts out, it's just knowing that I'm I'm not able to make something perfect and that's not sin. But we all have areas of sin. But Jesus, the reason he came is to give us freedom from our sin. And this verse just spells it out so clearly, Romans eleven six. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. So <laughs> you have to remember that you are loved not because of what you do. You are loved because of who God made you. And we're going to go a lot more into identity and, and get at the root of that. And there's a lot more work to be done there. But for today, I just want to give you a few tacticals of when you find yourself in that space of, okay, here I go again. I messed up. I did it again. And instead of going into that shame spiral, you've got to implement these and stop yourself because otherwise you're not going to make any progress. Because as you are trying to heal and grow, this is for sure going to happen and probably more even than you're noticing now. Because as we're growing we have to learn. It's like a kid learning to walk. They fall a lot more than we fall as adults. And so it's going to happen a lot more in the beginning. And so you have to keep this mentality of grace central to this path. Okay. So I have four steps to help you stop this shame spiral. First is stop, (laughs) stop. So catch yourself in those moments where you start to notice what you're telling yourself, you're telling yourself these lies of, I'm just not good enough. I'm a screw up. I am a loser. Whatever those lies are right now, you probably tell yourself that all the time without realizing it. I want you to start paying close attention to those moments. And 
at first you're probably not going to catch yourself until you're a few minutes in or a few sentences in, whatever that looks like for you. But the, the more you look for that and listen, you're going to start noticing, oh my gosh, I'm doing it again. Where is that voice coming from? Like, I, I, I don't want to align with that. So stop, notice yourself in that moment, catch yourself stop spiraling into the shame, into the lies, or even into the coping. So if you're the person that instead of letting yourself go there, you just try and numb it, start noticing that too. Hmm, why am I still in front of the TV? Hmm, why am I eating this ninth brownie? Hmm, why am I on my third glass of wine? Okay, the second one is to pray. So stop and pray. Go to God. You have to go to God to fight this. He's the only one big enough to fight this battle. Just run to him. Tell him, hey, I am telling myself these horrible things, and I'm not really sure if I believe them or don't believe them, but I know they're not helping me. God, help me. Help me choose your grace. Please forgive me for this moment of sin. Until you go to God, you're not going to be able to move on. He is the one that is going to help stop these thoughts from coming in your mind. And there's a lot of power in our words. So even saying out loud, God, I accept your grace. I accept your forgiveness. Even if you don't really feel that or believe it, just speak it with your mouth. Because your actions, your mind will follow your words. Third, speak. And specifically speak life to yourself. There's a lot of evil, dark lies going through your mind, and you're going to have to counteract that. And it's going to take a while to counteract it because you've been telling yourself these things for years, but you need to start throwing something back. Okay, real talk for a second. Mama, I, I just had to take a pause. I just paused this recording this because I felt some lies coming into my mind. These lies were what you're saying. They already know. These lies are, you're not... You're not actually giving any help to anyone. These lies are, you're not good enough to be saying this. You're not saying it well enough. And then going to who I am, like, you aren't good enough to be doing this. You shouldn't be speaking this. Gosh. And I have been rehearsing the truth for years now, and still these lies come in. But you know what I had to do is I had to stop the recording and I had to go through this process and pray and speak life to myself. And so I, I share that just because I want you to know that journey, it's I'm still in it and it doesn't just end. It's, it's a long battle that you're going to have to face every day. And so start with wherever you're at. Um, what I was going to say a minute ago before I paused it is that when you start, you might not believe anything but the lies, but that is okay because God gave us his word, the Bible, to help guide our path and to help give us the truth that we need to walk out each day. And in that Bible, in that Bible, there are so many verses about who you are. You are beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. You are more than a conqueror. You are a daughter of the high king. I mean, it goes on and on. And so even if you just Google verses about who God says I am and, and write those down, write them down and rehearse them every day, have them in your pocket, have them in your phone so that when you hit these moments and you start noticing yourself feeding into these lies, you can pull that out and speak that over yourself. Okay. And the last is to go, go. You've got to go back into the situation where you made the mistake 
and you've got to try again. And often it looks like an apology. Maybe this is even an apology to yourself. Like, you know, I'm sorry, Brittany, for not sticking to this health plan I have for myself. I'm sorry for not honoring your time and and fulfilling this goal that you wanted to get done tonight and instead to just watch Netflix. You know, maybe that's what it looks like. Or maybe it's to your kids. And I highly recommend apologizing to your kids. I think this is one of the most powerful things that you can do as a parent is to apologize to your kids. It teaches them so much about grace, about humility, about how to handle messing up, there's nothing more powerful than apologizing to them. It doesn't show that you're weak. It doesn't let them walk all over you. It shows them the power of apology, of being real, of accepting grace. It shows them that we're all going to mess up. It doesn't mean that we have to live in a shame spiral. We just got to go to grace, got to run to God, got to apologize. Go back in and try the situation again. And if it's something like you that isn't sin related, that you messed up at work, or that you know just it, this work you've put out into the world that isn't perfect, keep trying. You're gonna grow. Just keep rehearsing the truth about who you are as you're doing it. Mom, I'm so excited for you as you set out on this journey of healing. And I know this may sound simple, but it is a lot harder to live out, and but I know you've got it. So make sure that you stop, pray, speak, and go. This will change so much for you. I know that God will be with you in this. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.